Here are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of January 13th. Syndicated Money Maven has a change of heart. The reverse mortgage conundrum and why middle income households have not recovered from the Great Recession. You're listening to episode 600 of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly broadcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Welcome back to the 600th episode of the nation's only weekly broadcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Can you believe it? 11 and a half years I've been privileged to sit here in this studio sharing the top reverse mortgage news stories of the week so you can listen on the go. And our first story comes from Forbes magazine. A syndicated money maven has a change of heart. Jane Bryant Quinn, as you know, has written a money column for the AARP Monthly Bulletin and AARP.com for years, in addition to several other personal finance books, writes Richard Eisenberg. She was also one of the most successful syndicated newspaper columnists, a writer for Newsweek, Good Housekeeping Women's Day, and a PBS host and a regular for CBS News. And here is the change of heart. It's regarding reverse mortgages. You've changed your mind about reverse mortgages. You like them more for some people who are at least 62, the minimum age to qualify, than you did once, right? Yes, says Quinn. I'm feeling better about them. Two things have happened. In the past, one of the problems with reverse mortgages was that people who almost ran out of money took them and the reverse mortgage income was not enough to pay their bills and keep up their house. So they'd run out of money and be at risk of foreclosure. The law changed. Now, if you apply for a reverse mortgage in the lender's analysis is that you might be unable to pay your bills after 10 or 15 years. You don't get all the money to spend. The lender keeps some aside to pay for property taxes and keep the house going. So there are fewer risks for people who don't have much money. And for people with plenty of money, you might take a reverse mortgage at 62 in the form of a credit line that increases every year by the amount of interest due on the loan. This credit line is a hedge against inflation and gives you the option. So if the stock market goes down, instead of selling stock, you could borrow from your credit line instead. I found an interesting column in dsnews.com written by Craig Berry entitled The Reverse Mortgage Conundrum. He recites the historical origins of the home equity conversion mortgage beginning in 1961, a story familiar to many of you veterans listening. During savings and loan officer Nelson Haynes in Portland, Maine, originated the first reverse mortgage to Nellie Young. She was the widowed wife of Haynes's high school football coach, and it allowed her to continue to live in her home. But here's another tidbit that many may not know. In 1969, UCLA professor Young Ping Chen testified before the Senate Committee on Aging that he supported an actuarial mortgage plan in the form of a housing annuity. It would allow the homeowner to stay in their home based on their home equity. The column continues, despite the promotion of reverse mortgages to address the lack of retirement assets held by an aging population, less than 2% of eligible households take out reverse mortgages, which is small given that nearly 80% of retired households own a home, compared to only 50% with retirement assets, and given that retirement security for many households is considered to be precarious. Several factors could positively influence growth, namely an aging population, not just in the U.S., but throughout the world. Columnist Craig Berry cites some potential hurdles which could be hindering reverse mortgage adoption. One, the complexity and cost of reverse mortgages and the perception that it is a last resort and also the desire to leave an inheritance. 
And in our last story comes an opinion piece written by Alicia Manel in Market Watch. It begins, I was curious how the middle income households were doing according to the National Retirement Risk Index that the Center for Retirement Research maintains. The NRRI is based on data from the Federal Reserve's Survey of Consumer Finance and is constructed in three steps, projecting a replacement rate, constructing a target replacement rate that would allow the household to maintain pre-retirement standards of living, and third, comparing the projected and target replacement rates to find a percentage of households at risk. The finding is that the NRRI shows that half of today's working age households are at risk of not being able to maintain their standard of living in retirement. And that percentage is much higher than before the Great Recession, but it has improved somewhat from the peak in 2010. So what's the story, writes Manel, if we look at the results by income level? The table shows that the households in the middle income group have suffered the greatest deterioration in their circumstances. The percentage at risk for this group increased 10 percentage points between 2004 and 2016. That increase compares to a 4 percentage point increase for low-income households and less than a 2 percentage increase for households in the top third of income distribution. Why are the middle-income households doing so poorly, writes Manel. She says the story hinges on homes and equities. Home ownership and home prices have a significant impact because households are assumed to access their home equity in retirement by taking out a reverse mortgage. The house is a major asset for middle-income families, and this asset took a beating when the housing bubble burst. And while housing prices have rebounded, they have not returned to their previous levels in many parts of the country to their pre-recession prices. In contrast, equity prices have increased dramatically. The stock market has more than quadrupled since it bottomed out in March of 2009. And that concludes our 600th episode of Heckam World Weekly. Don't forget you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And if you're not there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com. There you can find our latest breaking video commentary analysis and weekly articles. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go. 